Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Stephen Harris. We've got a special edition of our show this evening. If you've been watching any of our podcasts or show, we've been shows, we've been previewing a lot of the Mighty 10 coaches from around the country, or at least Paul has been doing that, but he's been, he'll be pushing the buttons this evening. Well, this evening we talk to one of the Northland coaches, Tui Rayleigh, who will be joining us for a bit of a, a quarter or just to catch up with uh, exactly how preseason is going. And uh, of course, they named their squad just recently. So we'll just bring Tui on board. Hello, Tui. How are you? Oh, cool to see. Nice to be here, mate. Oh, fantastic to, uh, <clears throat> to have you here. Obviously, a lot of the uh, super beg your pardon, Mighty 10 Cup squads are uh, already being named, just waiting for the odd one to uh, get across the line. But uh, I see Northland have uh, named their squad. Um, quite interesting, but before we, we get into that, obviously the just want to quickly touch on the, the club season. It was a strange old club season. There was supposed to be nine rounds. That was in the... Uh, the uh, Northland Business Hub uh, Club uh, competition, but as as it pan, panned out, we only saw uh, seven rounds played. And the uh, the good thing about it was we did see the two best sides uh, play it out in the final two. Yeah, no, definitely it was it was a really strange strange competition. Um, but in saying that, like you said, Waipu and Mid Northern sort of came to the fore. Um, Waipu had a little bit of a slow start, um, but just really came back into their own. Um, very accomplished team, uh, quite a, lots of experience. And going back-to-back, back, I think, was one of their goals that they set for themselves at the beginning of the year. Um, but, yeah, it was a really tight, contested uh, final between the two teams. Um, it's really good to see Northern also starting to make a comeback and really hitting their straps. Um, they got a lot of youth in that team, so it bodes well for the future. So we're just going around the, the grounds and obviously trying to keep your eye on a few games. Were you impressed with the standard? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, we know that a lot of the players were a little bit underdone just with uh, with COVID and, and things being uh, the way they were. Um, but to see some of the talent on display and also being able to 
bring some of those players in, into our wider squad was uh, definitely beneficial uh, for the union. Speaking of beneficial, how beneficial to you has it been? I know you've been involved <clears throat> with the Northland Development Rugby over the uh, over the last few seasons. Obviously, you've coached there at, at Western Sharks, at, obviously at local high school level, but also the Northland Development Squad in the last couple of seasons. Has that, that helped you in terms of your own development? Oh, definitely. Um, 2017, I was part of the development squad, uh, Graham Jews and myself. We happened to be in the same uh, hot seat again uh, for the Mitre 10. But before that, um, I took myself back down to the under-19 uh, program. I just wanted to be closer to development uh, for those kids that were transitioning from high school um, through to senior rugby. So that, that was really beneficial in regards to seeing some of those young players coming through the system and, and some of them knocking on the door for Mitre 10. Yeah. Mm. As, as we know, Northland is, is made up of, uh, of five sub-unions. I think there's Monganui, Northland, Bay of Islands, Whangarei, <clears throat> uh, Rodney, and of course a, a union you're passionate about, Northern Wairoa as well. How difficult is it to rely on, on contacts around those areas to find out information about players? Um, probably for, for myself, um, because I, I've only come on. Um, this part of the season for the full campaign. I know George and Graham and a lot of our RDOs have really done a good job there in regards to um, identifying talent. And I think it's a massive thing for us. Um, we know we have a lot of talent outside the region as well. And that's something, a uh, strategic plan put in place just to have a look at that and see if we can bring you know, some of those guys that are outside back into the union, but also... Uh, nurture the talent that we do have in the far north. Um, definitely also, I also noted at the beginning of the season you were doing a lot of coaching clinics with um, in in the regions around Northland, and uh, you, we, you were getting some really positive feedback because you know we all know when players play club level they look really really good, but you want them armed and dangerous for when they turn up to play, whether it's under 19s development. So their skill base is already there to eat. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, kudos to uh, George and Graham for the mahi they did, have done around that. And uh, they really got out into the region and touch base. And, and we started to get a sort of a, a depth chart in terms of uh, the talent that we do have. And just also just the connections with the local clubs and being able to um, have a look at uh, the talent there as well. And, and, and speaking speaking of that connect, connection with the clubs, it, it just seems as though a lot of good things happening in Northern Rugby in and around your community. I often look at the the Northern Facebook, and uh, it looks like you're getting a lot of support from from local sponsors and the locals as well. Seem to be excited. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome, mate. And uh, just given the situation that we've been in, um, to have the backing of the key sponsors. And also our community, it's, it's really important. I think it ties nicely into our theme of uh, kaitiaki or guardians and just making sure that uh, we put our best foot forward and, and represent our province with pride. Mm. Fantastic. Obviously, throughout the year, we've seen uh, a, a squad that's already been contracted and you're always looking to add names to that squad. Was it a case of a lot of players that have put in some really good performances at, at club level, putting their hand up? Oh, definitely. Yep. Uh, 
a mixture of, you know, you guys putting your hands up and also um, the guys that have been there before really playing well during the um, club season. Um, and some of the guys are working their way back into the fray again. So it, in terms of our squad itself, uh, there's there's experience and then there's these young guys that are coming through just like, uh, for example, guys like uh, Wise Guy and uh, Johnny Cooper, just, just to mention a few young boys that are starting to make their way through the ranks. Just just looking through that squad, great to see, uh, uh, obviously, a, a veteran ex All Black and, and Rennie Ranger, obviously, out through most of the uh, 219 season uh, with injury. He brings a whole lot of experience. And unlike um, the All Black coaches, we'll be hoping that All Black rugby doesn't go ahead because that means we'll have Jack Goodhue around as well. If you think back a few seasons, those two, as a combination, very, very dangerous when they get it right. Oh, definitely. Eh? There's there's a lot of experience uh, between those two, those two fellas. Um, it's nice to see Ranger. He's back up and running, and hopefully he'll be fit and ready to go. I touch wood for the first game. Uh, Jack, I believe, is making his way up uh, next week, and it'll be nice to, to have him back in the fold. And I think just bringing a lot of that experience and that uh, that knowledge, you know, uh, that'd be really beneficial for us. Tui, you've noticed I've paid you due respect by starting with the backs, so I'll keep on keep going on that particular uh, particular theme. A couple of returning players, very very interesting. It's, it's fantastic to see the return of uh, of Matty Wright. He's probably been inspired by his uh, his brother training the house down, his older brother that is. But also, uh, it's great to see Johnny Matalai also turning to the squad. Gives yeah. you a little bit of firepower out wide. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, Johnny. Johnny's a class player, um, as as is Matt, and it's uh, really good to see them the way they've been training, and they've both been training the house down. Um, Johnny Johnny hasn't played uh, too much rugby since he's been back from Japan, but he's, he's loving the environment, and we're loving having him there. Uh, he offers so much, as does Maddie. Uh, Maddie's a very uh, how do you how do you put it? He keeps you on your toes. He's got a lot of good questions, and he, he's always asking those questions of you. Um, but, yeah, that's no, awesome to have those boys. I think what you're trying to say, very, very coachable, but it's also fantastic to see a lot of returning players. You know, Jordan Highland, we know how Jordan, good Jordan can be, right. especially when he's slipping in outside, uh, our inside or outside first five. Very big man, dangerous with, with ball in hand. And... Even if you, you look at guys like um, Blake O'Hire, who, who have been around the scene as well, and, of course, Scott Gregory. I've got to ask you a question about the, Scott Scott Gregory. We've, we saw Scott at super level play play uh, fullback, struggled a little bit, especially against the Blues, I think it was. But, you know, I think he, he showed his character by, by coming back when Otago Highlanders showed a bit of faith, faith in him and played him on the wing. Where do you think his his position moving forward may lay? No pressure. Yeah, no, no. Scotty, uh, he, he's he's pretty much up front about where he wants to play, and he wants to play in the midfield. Um, he's also a great utility player, and you got to give him credit. You know, uh, when he was down at the Highlanders, the resilience that he showed on those young shoulders to come through, and and then at the back end of that super super competition, just really making a mark for himself and, you know, stamping his 
authority on the game. So, you know, credit to him. It's really nice to have him. And depending on how, how things pan out during the uh, competition, uh, you know, he might find himself in that centre spot. Yeah. Now, a position you've been well well served in the in the last couple of seasons, and he's going to be hard hard to replace. What Jack Debrasini <clears throat> brought to the table, big rangy first five who took the ball to the line. All of a sudden, you've got two youngsters in Johnny Cooper, and we we know how good wise guy Fiani can be. Let's not forget this was a kid that was only a couple of seasons out of school, and he represented Auckland. But uh, I see you've also got <clears throat> you've uh, got Dan Hawkins in the background as your experienced player. Right. Right. It's uh it's nice to have that experience. Um just to to guide and support um JC and, and Wise Guy. And I've got to say the boys are really stepping up in regards to um the way they go about um delivering messages uh, to the team, the way they drive the team. And probably for those boys it's a work in progress. Um but this is an awesome platform for them to, to continue their development um, in the Mitre 10. And we won't, probably won't spend too much time on their backs. I mean to say, yeah, yeah halfbacks pretty much pick themselves. I think there'll be uh, there'll be some good battle battles, I would imagine, between uh, between Sam Nock and uh, Harrison uh, uh, Levine in the squad as well. I'm just looking around to see who your your third halfback is. Have you, you picked the third halfback in the squad? Yeah, we've got a uh, we've got Will Will Grant. Um, he had a few games with the Mitre Ten at the back end of last year, and he's in our wider squad. Yeah. In fact, I remember the game uh, he played against. I think it was Tasman, and I think he was close to your man of the match in that particular yeah. game. And he's just a he's he's such a nuggety little player, and he looks tough, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. He he is nuggety. Yeah, uh, he's just got that Aussie confidence about him, eh? And he you know he, he never takes a backward step. And he loves he loves the he loves being confrontational, you know, in your face, um, shut down your time and space. Um, but he goes well. He goes well. It's nice to have him in the squad too. Well, I was going to say that there are times over the years as we move into that northern and the pack haven't always been big, but boy, you you can't be criticised for lack of size this year because yeah. uh, it, if you look into your your front row, you. Um, You've uh, signed Kalolo Tuiloma, uh, Luatangi Lee, who looked really, really good in the final. And, um, and uh, of course, you've brought back uh, Te Whatakolia um, back into the fold last year. I, I know very, very three very big boys, but how's the fitness of those three lads? Yeah, it's getting there. Um, they're putting in a lot of hard yards um, in the background and they're doing the extras. Um but, you know, I think uh, with game time under their belts, um, they'll look to steadily get better and better. Um, you know, you can't take it away. They're, they're technicians and they love their craft, especially in their front row. Um, the dark arts, I suppose you could call it. Um, mm. But, yeah, they, they are working hard. And they, know, they know what they need to do to contribute to the team. So that's, that's the most important thing. And we, we all know the, the experience and... and dynamics uh, that uh, Ross Wright brings to the table. I've, I've heard good reports about him in terms of his, his fitness, and we know he's got a great skill base. And, you know, he's not the biggest prop in the world, but he does scrum well. But you've uh, also brought in a, a new man, uh, is it uh, Tyler Coons, playing up here 
for Awanui. Now, he's played a bit of Heartland rugby, so a bit of, bit of experience, yeah. not just for West Coast, but also New Zealand at Heartland. What do you like about Tyler? Oh, Tyler, mate, he, he's a good man. He's he's good within our team environment. And he, he does a lot of homework in the background uh, to get him up to speed with, with, uh, with this level of rugby. And he's really diligent and perseveres. And it's been really good seeing his development in the off-season for us and looking forward to seeing him on the pitch. Now, if you're uh, tuning in, you're listening to New Zealand uh, Sport Radio. We're interviewing one of the uh, Northland coaches, Tui Grayley, who looks after the backs. I hope you're uh, enjoying it. Please make sure to uh, like our Facebook posts and there's a whole lot of avenues that you can uh, check it out as well. But make sure to jump on the uh, uh, Facebook website and uh, like that first. Now, just moving into the middle row, just seems like you've got a bit of depth there with uh, Sam Caird, Josh Goodhue, who I thought was looking really, really good for the uh, Blues at uh, super, super level. Um, we've also got, you've got like Tom Robinson who can slot into uh, lock as well, but you've also got uh, Tim Mayana Vanua, uh, the Waipu skipper who, uh, when I last saw him, he was looking in amazing shape. Yeah, Tim was doing well. He's just uh, coming back from concussion protocols. Um, he's been awesome in regards to developing our lineouts, but also to have Sam and uh, Goodhue there gives us a lot of height as well. So mm -hmm. it's definitely um, going to hopefully benefit us going into these first few games. Yeah. Yep, a lot of, lot of ball-winning ability. And, of course, you've got the uh, a couple of experienced heads in the uh, wings as well with um, with uh, Matt uh, Maddich, uh back back in the follow-up. Obviously, you just mentioned before Sam Sam McNamara, but a, a player that I'm very very interested uh, to see at this level because I saw a little bit of him in a trial at Horror last year, and I was really really impressed. And that's Simoni Ului Nakavadra, who played um, who came on and played a bit of a cameo for uh, Waipu in the final. But boy, this kid. He belies his size, doesn't he? And can he play those three uh, loose forward positions equally well? I believe he's probably more suited to to the flanks. Um, but yeah, just just watch the space, Steve. I think uh, you'll be pleasantly surprised to see see how this guy goes once the competition kicks off. Mm. And uh, of course, good to see you've got the. Uh, the experienced uh, man uh, from uh, Carmo back, Kane Jacobson, hopefully uh, over his uh, um, head concussion. So really, when you look at in the mix, it's not a bad squad. Squad that you've actually assembled in the in the key things. It's probably one of the bigger and more experienced squads that uh, Northern is running running out in the last few seasons. Yeah, def definitely that uh, that back row, though, that that locking combination. Definitely lots of hype there. And obviously with the addition of um, Kololo and Lua in the front row, it gives us a, a lot of size as well. Um, just watching the boys scrum the other night, you know, just being a back and then watching these guys, they're just, I don't know, just different. Just <laughs> a unique bunch. I think they call them the concrete mixes. Yeah, yeah also I'd remiss of me not to mention Sam Keard as well. I mean to say... For a for a tall skinny guy, man, he plays well up well above his weight as well. Has he actually put on any weight, or is he still that tall gangly size? 
Uh, probably not so much dangly. He actually looks like he's got good size on him. Um, and I think just his time with the Blues, uh, his body shape's changed significantly, I, I believe. And, yeah, he, he's been training the house down since he's been back with us. Well, you've got all. You've certainly got all the ingredients here. From a from a coaching point of view and an expectation point of view, as we head towards the end of this uh, interview, what what are your expectations from your your coaching staff? What would what would look good for Northland? I think uh, our expectations is that um, we firstly develop the players themselves in regards to. Um, both on and off the field. Uh, we develop a culture uh, where the boys feel uh, engaged and safe That um, and then hopefully it goes through into their performances on the paddock. Uh, we've done a lot of work around uh, culture in regards to how we're going to represent our province, uh, what does guardianship or kaitiaki, uh, that of a tanifa look like in our environment. Um, look like in, in our homes, look like um, in the gym, on the paddock. Um, so that, that's really important for us is to uh, really have that sense of strong identity to where we're from. And obviously the long-term goal for us is to, is to win a championship. Uh, but until then, we're going to be pretty much process-driven uh, week in, week out. Um, work as hard as we can, make sure that we rectify things and problem solve on the run. And um, yeah, just really make sure we get up and, and we play well, um, not only uh, for our province, um, but for the players themselves and, and for our rugby community. It's, it's interesting that you say that. I, I look at one player that you know really, really well because he was a development uh, player of the year, not, not last year, but I think 2018, mm. Aurangi Stokes. Uh, some of the mana that he actually brings, not just to the team, to the region. How big is he for your squad? Even even if he's not getting much game time, but off the field. Yeah, no, he's he's a big personality amongst the team. Um, he drives a lot of uh, our cultural um, activities. Um, helps us connect in, in regards to. So we have Team Haka and we have Team Waiata. Um, just explaining to the boys what the words of the huck and what the words of the, the songs mean and how that connects us and grounds us, you know, keeps us focused um, in regards to our community and the community we represent, you know, from, from Wellsford up through to the Cape. To a, a final couple of questions, just yeah. in terms of your depth and looking at the squad, how comfortable are you with your depth? Um, yeah, we're pretty comfortable. I mean, and it's also good to see that our development team, we've got a bit of depth there that we can pull from, um, especially when we get deeper into the rounds. But, um, you know, we were plagued by injuries last year. Um, so we're pretty happy with the depth we've got so far. Um, touch wood that uh, we don't pick up any more injuries and uh, we can go through with a strong squad week in, week out. That's the ideal, but as you know, with the way the competition is, um, you know, a couple of curveballs might be coming our way as well. So who knows? And just, just finally, have you had a preseason hit out, or have you just done a more of an internal thing with uh, maybe both squads? Yeah, uh, just just with uh, COVID, it's really hampered um, some of the games we had planned to play. 
Um, so last week we, we just had a internal trial. And, uh, yeah, we're looking to play another game tomorrow just internally as well. Well, Tui, I'll... I'll leave it at that. It's all. Uh, it's what. What is we talking about? Nine days away, um, not not the Sunday, but following Sunday, home game against the uh, Turbos. I guess the perfect way to start will be will be with a win. So I just want to wish you all the very very best. As you know, you can see I wear this cap, so you know where this where, my, where this boy's heart uh, lies. And I'm unashamedly uh, biased, uh, Tanifa. So I want to wish yourself, uh, Graham and George. And of course, the rest of the Northern team and their supporters, all the very best for the season. Thank you again, Tui, for your time. Awesome. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks for the opportunity. Go the Tanifa. Mm -hmm. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.